everybody, this is Chad Jordan, uh, Director of Marketing at Sport Clips, and this is another uh, edition of the Sport Clips Hall of Fame podcast. Today we're going to be discussing uh, some topics, especially around Help a Hero, Help a Hero Month's coming up in October of 2018, as it does every October, uh, and so we have uh, some guests that we've been bringing on from the VFW, and I'll go ahead and have him introduce himself right now. I'm B.J. Lawrence. I'm the National Commander, which is the Commander-in-Chief of the Veterans of Foreign Wars. All right, and uh, we are here in Darlington, South Carolina. Today, uh, we had a race yesterday, a race today. We are literally sitting in an RV in the infield at turn two, I believe, uh, and they are doing their qualifying rounds right now, runs. So what you might hear in the background will be, I don't know, hopefully Eric Jones, maybe Denny Hamlin screaming by us. So there goes one right there. We'll try to ignore it ourselves. So I don't know if it gets picked up when you guys are listening to this. But BJ, it's a pleasure to have you. Give me, a, obviously you've served in the military. Can you give me just a little bit of background about uh, who you are, where you came from, all that kind of fun stuff? Well, I'm... Uh, from New Mexico. Okay. As soon as I got out of high school, I went into the Army and uh, served three and a half years in the United States Army. Uh, I worked in two different fields in the Army. I actually uh, worked air defense artillery, and then I worked uh, nuclear, biological, and chemical uh, warfare. Wow. Yes, yeah, so uh, I came home and was trying to decide if I wanted to stay in the military or not. And when I returned home, uh, the local chief of police offered me a job as a police officer. So I chose to take that route for a career path, uh, which I, I did. I worked in law enforcement. I worked as a uh, narcotics agent. I worked as an investigator. Uh, when I retired from law enforcement, I had a private investigation company for about five years before uh, doing the VFW full time. I actually been a member of the VFW for 20 years, hmm. uh, but I uh, became very active and started up in national leadership roles in the last three or four years. Okay, and we're definitely going to get into that. Uh, New Mexico narcotics cop, nothing to do with Breaking Bad television show or any uh -huh. any blue meth that was out there. Uh, no, the closest I got to that is <laughs> I drove by the house where they filmed okay, it in yeah. Albuquerque. Uh, <laughs> I actually live three and a half hours south of Albuquerque. Right. I'm uh, on the Texas New Mexico border. Gotcha. Right. Cool. Uh, so let's get back to VFW. How did you get involved? You said 20 years, I believe. So yes. what? How did that start? Well, uh, my father, <clears throat> my father was a World War II veteran. Okay, and I grew up in the VFW with him, mm -hmm. uh, visiting the local VFW as a child. Okay, um, went into the army, and uh, after I got out of the army, I, I didn't even realize I was eligible to be a member of the VFW, even though I grew up in the VFW. Wow, and um, it was quite some time later. In fact, almost uh, oh, fifteen years after becoming eligible in the VFW, someone finally uh, tapped you on the shoulder and said, hey, you're eligible. You know, what, what, walk me through that. What is, how, how are you eligible? You have, to, how are you? you have to have served in a combat or conflict area. Okay. Or you've had to have been uh, assigned to an area that, uh, which you received uh, hostile fire or imminent okay. danger pay. Uh, oh, we I have see. certain eligibility requirements. We're chartered through Congress as a veterans nonprofit organization. So a, uh, a veteran has to meet those requirements to join our, our organization. And would veterans know this about where they served, or is there a website they go to check eligibility? How does that? 
How does that work? Well, it, it can actually work in several ways. Uh, for me, I had a VFW member talk talk me talk to me and talk okay. me through the process. We also have a national website, which is www.vfw.org, okay. which lists our eligibility requirements, gives uh, the viewer information on the organization, what we do for veterans, our military, and their families, um, so they can find out there. Um, but we also have folks every day out in communities uh, spreading the word about the good things we do mm -hmm. and uh, trying to uh, get our message across uh, throughout communities uh, and let uh, prospective members know what it takes to join. So we do recruiting actively every day. And over two decades uh, being involved with the VFW, you mentioned some of the good things you guys do. What what, did you, what have you seen over 20 years well, locally in Albuquerque and now nationally? But what are some of the – give me some examples of things that you guys do. Well, I, I refer to uh, to some of our, our longstanding uh, traditions, if you will, as our core, our core mm -hmm. programs. Uh, historically, the VFW uh, started in 1899, and it was formed as an organization of veterans – uh, returning from war, who uh, felt that they needed to uh, band together wow. and form an organization to take care of other veterans. They yeah. felt like when they returned from war, they weren't receiving uh, the entitlements they deserved mm -hmm. or uh, proper care they deserved. That's how the VFW was formed in 1899. Today, as an organization, we still play a, uh, play a part in that. Uh, we're very active on Capitol Hill. Uh, some of the things that I've seen evolve in the VFW has only been those things that I would say have even gotten better today. Mm -hmm. we, have a, we have a strong presence of 1.7 million members. Uh, we also have an office in Washington, D.C. that focuses uh, solely on serving veterans, lobbying uh, our elected officials on Capitol Hill. Um, advocating on behalf of veterans for uh, entitlement purposes or benefit purposes. The VFW has been, uh, been very instrumental over the years in, in actually uh, writing legislation that affects veterans, our military, and their families. That's something that I have not seen change in, in 20 years I've been a member. Mm -hmm. If it's changed, it's only gotten better over time. It's right. evolved into a, a bigger presence, a bigger program. And your role now, uh, how do you get being involved for 20 years and then get to the level? First of all, does it take 20 years to get to the level you're at? Or um, it, it, could anybody join and kind of do take some certain steps to get to this place? Well, what? well we serve at uh, as leaders. Mm -hmm. We serve at different levels throughout the organization. Okay. We have uh, leadership structures and levels in the local communities, which we refer to as posts. All right. Uh, that's a typical VFW that and that's usually that your listener building, will right? see. Yes, yeah. in their okay. community. Um, then we have a uh, a district structure, which is several of those VFWs uh, from from a local area, which form a district. Mm -hmm. And then we have a state structure of leadership, uh, and then from state, then you uh, advance up to the national level. For our positions and the position I currently serve, I had. I had to be elected okay. by the entire organization to serve in this position. And it's a how many year term? It's a three year term. Okay. Uh, we have a third in command, which we call a junior vice commander in chief. We have a second in command, which we call a senior vice commander in chief. 
Then we have the commander, the national commander, which uh, my official title is commander in chief of the VFW. Okay, and so each each year you serve one, one of those. Okay. Yes. One of those positions. So, can you um, fill me in on any personal connections or stories that you've seen over the last couple of decades? The VFW doing. You maybe redact the names if you'd like, but uh, any veterans that. Uh, just stick out the, the, their story has stuck out with you well I, actually uh in all honesty hundreds come yeah, to mind yeah but uh you know i travel a lot and i see good things happening everywhere i go mm-hmm. uh, i from our membership uh what our members do in their communities on a daily basis but i also see the stories uh from veterans that we've had an opportunity to help whether it be uh that Vietnam veteran who has been struggling, trying to get entitlements and health care mm-hmm. and benefits that maybe one of our our veteran service officers were was able to step in and assist him and uh, was able to uh, recover his benefits that were long overdue. Mm-hmm. Um, to a veteran that reached out to us and through one of our mental health partners, we were able to save a life. Yeah. Um, we're still doing good things like that. Uh, we had a, we had a, we have a program that uh, we stress uh, uh, mental health awareness mm-hmm. and, and recognizing the signs of, of mental health distress. And uh, we have uh, partnerships that uh, we can refer veterans to and, and get them the information they need. Um, and we hear stories every day. Uh, we hear uh, of a veteran who was uh, maybe. Uh, considering uh taking their life and they felt like they had nowhere to turn but through one of our programs Mm -hmm. they reached out to us and we were able to get them help those those are the the type of stories yeah the life-saving ones that really get you Uh, correct Uh, uh, we're able to make a impact in veterans lives in 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 thing and in their families and things we do every day Mm -hmm. uh in fact that's one of the great things about our partnership with sport clips yeah uh, you know, when we partnered with Sport Clips, uh, we felt there was a, a need there to assist our, our uh, veterans and military to further their education, to maybe uh, give them a better quality of life yep. through education. Uh, and it's been a great program. You, uh, you know, we've uh, we partnered with uh, Sport Clips to administer the program, and uh, we've been able to uh, provide almost 1,100 scholarships to uh veterans and military to help further their education in fact uh, today those scholarships total them about five million dollars worth of educational assistance uh, that's mind-boggling and something that blows me away is uh, people get out veterans get out of the military and maybe they had trained in a certain job or certain type of job and they're wondering well how is that going to translate to a real world job right uh but then they get this scholarship opportunity and they get to cross train somewhere else. And not only are they employable, employable, they're highly employable because of their discipline they've had in the military. It's almost between you and me, I don't know, an unfair advantage, really. But they don't think of it that way when they're getting out and they're wondering what they're going to do. So these scholarships really do make an impact. And, uh, and obviously at Sport Clips, we love doing this. We love what you guys are doing. Uh, can you help me understand 
is there a cost for veterans to be in the VFW or to go through this scholarship process? I mean, no, actually, uh, I have a, a saying I like to use when I when I describe what we do to people. Everything the VFW does costs money, <laughs> but everything the VFW does, we do for free. Wow. Yeah. And and if you think about that, um, we have uh, numerous programs out there um, that that we're providing as an organization, uh, whether it's our uh, youth scholarship programs or whether it's our veteran service programs where we assist veterans with their claims. Uh, we've helped veterans recover over seven billion with a B, B seven billion. Wow dollars worth of entitlements and benefits wow. they, they, just, they didn't know it's not like somebody was keeping it from them well it was mostly whether it, they you know. knew okay uh whether they didn't know we helped and assisted them through the process wow. to recover those benefits entitlements uh it's what they deserved it yes. was the right thing yeah. to do is yeah. to take care of our nation's veterans right um but no these these programs that uh, that we administer are at no cost and you don't have to be a member of the vfw to come to us for assistance right any veteran can come in the door anytime and we will do whatever we can to help them or their families awesome and every october we have help a hero we're going to do that again this year bj i really appreciate you spending some time first of all thank you for your service thanks for giving up some time today for me oh it's a pleasure uh, we're making a difference in in veterans lives and that's what we need to continue doing and i enjoy the relationship with sport clips yeah. because together we're making it happen yeah we are man thanks so much thank all you all right thanks everybody